0: And Winston Peters is also still at Waitangi. The New Zealand First Leader joins us and Foreign Affairs Minister and Deputy Prime Minister joins us this morning. Uh, Tough crowd yesterday, Mr Peters. Uh, First of
1: all, good morning. Look, uh, I'm not at Waitangi anymore. I am uh, in Auckland ready to go to the islands on a three country um, planned trip with respect to foreign affairs. Uh, But I was uh, there yesterday, and uh, this was all known, so I want to put the record straight. Now, as for yesterday, well, I've been to Waitangi for a long, long time. And this is the worst display I've seen of, uh, as I say, uh, trampling on any respect for Ngāpūi in terms of the organisation. And Ngāpūi themselves let let the situation down. Because in the end, this is meant to be about a debate where you listen to both sides. We heard them out, but when it came to our turn, they weren't federally to hear us out. So there you go. And that isn't the Maori way. It isn't the way on a marae.
0: No, and I think you would, you're doing your best, uh, from what I read of your speech yesterday, you're doing your best to get them to... Uh, come along with that notion and to uh, at at least give you the respect of listening to what you had to say what do you think is driving this very strong response uh, to the Treaty Principles Bill?
1: Well again I just say this that uh, when you get a response people are entitled to have their view but on a marae the plan is to hear each other out and have a discussion. Now That's not what happened. And you say, what's driving this? Well, sheer politics. And the reality is, at the last election, these people with all the money in the world and everything else lost the election, and they're not prepared to accept it. Some are not prepared to say, well, we failed, so we'll have to fight next time in 2026. No, they want to say that we were getting rid of the Treaty of Waitangi. And the first question I asked them was, who on earth said we're getting rid of the Treaty of Waitangi? Just name who said that. But no one could. Not in the debate. It's just their reaction before they got there, having had a misinterpretation of what's going on in government. Now, Seymour, my colleague Seymour in government, has got a bill. We all know about that. Uh, he promised it. We said we'd get to the first reading, go to the state committee. But they've extrapolated from that, they're getting rid of the treaty. Now, my question to them was, well, in 1975, when some of us are doing a lot to try and turn around an attack on my land ownership and European land ownership at the same time, where were you? Some of these people have only come lately, and they need to be told so, but they weren't prepared to hear that.
0: So you'd agree that, uh, with their assertion the treaty is sacrosanct. Nobody's challenging that, are they?
1: No one's challenged the treaty being sacrosanct, and they couldn't give me one example of anybody who said that. But as for the treaty principles, now that's a different matter, because I've long campaigned on the same view of, as Nata, Pomar and Buck, and a famous man called Carroll was the Deputy Prime Minister of St Their view much closer to the event, and Nata, who was a brilliant lawyer as well, uh, and Pomari and Buck were very serious politicians. One was the Minister of Health over a hundred years ago. Um, Buck went on to be a leading anthropologist when it came to an understanding of the Pacific uh, peoples, all the way to Hawaii. But no, you've got the hedonicum lately, being fed up this uh, sociological claptrap from universities about the principles of the Treaty of Waitangi. But what did the Maori king say? What did the uh, king of Tainui say at Turangawaii? He ended up by saying there are no principles to the treaty. You tell me? But the inconsistency knew no bounds and you've got a sea of ignoramus in terms of the commentariat and the media, dare I say it, don't understand what they're talking about. My challenge to them is, look at all the things where we have made massive progress in terms of uplifting Maori over the years, and the challenge we've got facing us ahead, and where were your ideas in making this change?
0: For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6am weekdays, or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.